up. Welcome to the New Balance Podcast. It's your boy, H2O, your potential conditioner, and we are back in the building. And as always, what up, New Balance Podcast family? I have missed you guys. It seems like forever, even though it's just been a few days. I pray all is well. Um, Busy times. Um, And I just want to shout you out. You guys are the best audience ever. You guys know how to make a brother feel really, really good. All the DMs, the emails, text messages, and comments. It means the world to me. Um, I wouldn't be on here without you. I always want to take time to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But listen, do not blink your eyes on this episode because we got a missile for you today. I don't want to waste any more time. New Balance Podcast. Show some love for my good friend, my sister, hailing from D-Town, Miss Brandy Epps. What up, B-E? What's up? Hey, everybody. What is going on? Look, I'm he the way he hyped it up, I'm I'm ready for you guys. I, oh, listen, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me, hold on, hold on. She said, I'm, I hyped it up. She was born ready, y'all. She came here you know? ready. I, it didn't have nothing to do with me, but what <laughs> happens is when you get two people like us together, it, it kind of reminds me of the scripture where it says where uh, when Mary and Elizabeth came into each other's presence, how the babies, they leaped in the womb. Mm-hmm. My prayer is I, wanna, I want relationships that when we connect, I want there to be a leaping in my womb. And so Nevertheless, this this lovely sister that's on, man, there's been, there's been some leaping that's going on, right? Right? Very so, Brandy, much so. Yeah, very much so. So, Brandy, listen, bring um, us up to speed. Tell us a little bit about who you are um, and what's going on in your life. Well, as, as you stated for the guests, I definitely hail from Dallas, Texas. And um, much like you, you know, city girl, but definitely a lover of all simple things. You know, I am an educator by trade. I've been in the profession for the last 14 years, Um, starting out as a teacher right now, uh, someone who I call the teacher of teachers. I go in, I coach, I train, I support teachers in the classroom, especially in these unprecedented times where it is very much necessary um, yeah. the academic gaps that we notice in the classrooms. So I do that by day. Mm-hmm. By night, you can catch me being an author, a mother, a doctoral student. I feel like you name it, I'm doing it <laughs> at some point in time. Um, even at one mm. point in time being a radio host, you know, but I've what? Kind of dipped away from that. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Brandy, you holding out on me. <laughs> so what what you trying to say? You so, bring uh, a quiet, I, I you bring the quiet storm later. back? Bringing no, the quiet storm no quiet back? storm absolutely oh, okay. not. No, I got, no quiet storm I got it. I, although I, got it. I am I, I love my R&B uh, definitely not okay. a quiet storm right. kind okay. of thing I had a, a stint with um, a group of ladies called the cancel radio uh, show and we did um, a segment on KHVN until okay. the uh, radio station itself kind of dissolved so okay yeah. mm-hmm. so audience as you can see as always I keep trying to tell you we bring you quality content. This young lady is well versed. She dropped some nuggets on me that I didn't even know. So we're gonna we're gonna dig into that uh, radio thing a little later. Okay. Um, this series, Brandy, um, living inside of what's living inside of you, has been so much fun for me, and it has been one big classroom. Um, the seven or eight weeks that we've been on, I don't know which one. So uh, okay, if y'all forgive me, I'll figure it out. But 
the seven or eight weeks that we've been on, it's been a classroom because I have learned so much. And I always say, and I'll continue to say, I think we should spend the rest of our lives in the classroom. We should be able to learn. We should be able to grow. We should be able to be sharp in areas that were dull, all of those things. And so when, when you're hungry to like go to the next level, when you are thirsty just for more, when you, when, when you put yourself in a, a preparation posture just to be better, those type of things are going to be attractions to you. So living on the inside of what's living inside of you, for me, it was two parts. That was a part of me that I knew was on the inside of me that I didn't want to have anything to do with living on the inside of it. I was running from it, right? But then there were so many other things that were on the inside of me. I didn't know what they were. And I didn't know what they were because I was running from the thing that was on the inside. And so for somebody that's watching, um, I'm not knocking the hustle in terms of you want to do things in life. But if you ever want to understand the purpose of the thing, you got to go back to the creator of a thing to find out the intent of a thing that they created. So for us, God has given us definition of who we are. So it's important to go back to God, find out. And when we find out it, one of the ways we find out, one of the scriptures is second Corinthians four and seven. It says, but sometimes you got to throw a butt in it. Hmm. Yeah. You got to throw a butt in it. That's (laughs) it. You got to throw the butt in it. Sometimes it says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And I love that because it levels the playing field for all of us. That doesn't mean Brandy has one and I know. You have one, Brandy. I have one. You who are listening, you who are watching, you have one. And I'm telling you, when you tap into that treasure, when you open it up, there are so many other things that God has attached to it. I didn't know that in the beginning stages. Had I known it, I would have tapped into my treasure a long time ago. But some of us, we spend a lifetime either running from it, not accepting it, uh, ignoring it, um, picking it up, putting it down. Let's quit doing that because the one thing we don't we don't have time for is we can't we don't have time to waste like our time and our years. Mm-hmm. You can get you another house, you get you another car. Yep. God forbid if you've been through a divorce or something, you can get you another boo. But the <laughs> one thing, yeah, you can get you another boo. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> but the one thing we know you cannot get any more of is time. Once you use it, once you punch in that time clock. It's a forever running thing. So our time is now. And so I believe those that will listen and partner with us, this is a clarion call to you to wake up. Let's see where we are. There are some things that are on the inside of us. My question to you is how long will you continue to see the caller ID on the telephone and not pick up, right? And so I I can talk from both perspectives of not answering the phone and then what it's like to answer the phone. Mm -hmm. So I have a young lady on here when I say, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. She has tapped into some of those treasures. So where I want to dive in with you right now, Brandy, Mm -hmm. talk to the viewer, talk to the listener. How did you choose the life or the passion that you live in right now? 
let's let's get into this this story because you have a unique and incredible story yeah let's tap in you know i i listened to you as you said you ran from the calling it's like you knew what Mm. was inside of you and you just kind of avoided that thing i think for me um i didn't necessarily know what the things were i just felt like life was happening to me and it kept knocking me down And I couldn't really figure out why certain things were happening to me like they were. And it wasn't until my eyes were open that I began to realize that those experiences that that those experiences that I had were not just for me. Um, They were for me to accept and for me to reflect on, but for me to then be a vessel for someone else. And so I feel like this life kind of chose me. I won't even say kind of this life chose me. Um, And and when I speak of the life choosing me, um, I, I think about going back to being a single mom or becoming a single mom was in a relationship Mm. for about seven years. And I'm telling you hit after hit after hit infidelity and, you know, just pain and uh, tears and just under Lord, why is all this happening to me? But it was in those moments that once I got beyond that point, I was able to use those things in order to create a tool being a book and use that for someone else who may very well be experiencing some of those same things, but may not have, you know, the opportunity to speak on those things like I did. And even as an educator, I feel like uh, that shows me as well. You know, from the time I was younger, I line my brothers and cousins up on the stairs and I'd be having my little red pen thinking that I'm just doing something for fun. But those things were definitely stepping stones that brought me to the point of having education in my core, you know, to Mm. the point my mom sent me off to college and she, she, oh, you love children? you shouldn't be a teacher. You should go into pediatrics. And in my head, I'm, I'm going into the science classes. I'm thinking, okay, pediatrician, I can make money from that. But right. it, it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, so much so that I was failing science classes left and right. And I had to go mm. and actually take like a personality test. And I had to show my mom like, hey, you know, medicine is not for me. Education is for me. Caring for people, you know, um, being someone who is of help to others. That's me. I, I need to be in a helping field. And I took that and I ran with it. And I became not only an educator, but like I was expressing to you before, um, I've, I've taught, you know, in the classroom for a series of years. I then became okay. a master teacher. I then became an instructional coach and all these things. You know, I didn't know what God was preparing me for then. If someone had told me as a kid, you know, growing up in a you know low income housing that this is where I'd be when I was lining those kids up on the stairs, I'd have never believed them. I would never believe them, but I feel like God knew then what he wanted me to accomplish now. And so that's, that's really where I am um, with the education piece. And even just with him using my life as a single mother and the heartbreak that I experienced in the relationships, I think it just propelled me to this very moment. So did I know it was in me then? I didn't. didn't. Uh, Did I think that those experiences were just kind of, you know, blows? I did. And and I questioned God a lot of times, like, why is this happening to me? But Mm. those things are happening to me for me, but also for for others. And so I I can't thank him enough for the pain. I can't thank him enough for the strife Mm. going through those opportunities because it definitely allowed me to see why I why I experienced them so that I can help someone else today. And that's really. How I feel like this life chose me, you know. It chose you. Oh, we oh we about to run with this. You you <laughs> shouldn't have, you shouldn't have never handed me that baton. Oh Lord, no kidding. So 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 look, let's let's unpack this. So I love it. Thank you for that's a tremendous answer, and I want to unpack it just a little bit. Hmm? I love the fact that you say this life chose me. And what do I mean? So let me. Um, you rocking with this podcast? You know it's faith based. But I don't want to turn it into a Bible study, but this is going to give clarity. 
I want to take what she said. And some of you, you're, you are praying to God or some of you, you're trying to figure out, I want to show you how to see indicators and understand mm-hmm. how to use the indicator to get to the thing and get to the place you need to be. In a previous podcast, we said indicators and triggers. So just think of having this brand new 2022, brand new 2023. We already know when you get in and turn it on, that dashboard is beautiful. It lights up and every light or indicator in that dash, it lights up for a moment, right? Because that is part of the, watch this, the process of starting up the car. So when God started your life, your life did not start when your daddy saw your mama at the dance and he wanted to hook up with her. God said, I knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. So when Miss Brandy says to you, this life chose me, she is absolutely right. God in this life chose you. Your parents had to meet because you had to come forth. So you are, at, you are absolutely right, Brandy. And I want you to know that are listening and watching, this life chose you too. I don't care how, whatever the circumstances, you are here and you had to be here. Watch this. And you had to be born during this time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you have somebody's answer inside of your mouth. It's in your life. Your answer is in your hands. Your answer is between um, these, these things right here, this brain, your answer is in the moving of your feet. Your answer is in your heart, the compassion that you have. So when she says this life chose um, her, I want all of you to know this life chose you, right? And for somebody, because I listen, I know what it's like to be at the bottom. I know what it's like to have low self-esteem. I know what it's like to wake up and have a pity party day after day, week after week, month after one. And man, when you hear things about purpose, you hear about living, watch this, on the inside of what's on the inside of me. Let me tell you what's on the inside of me. A bunch of hurt, a bunch of devastation, a bunch of anger. You telling me you want me to live in that? That's what God want me to live in? Listen, none of that was in you when God created you. Mm. That's what you go through. If it's in you, you have the ability to get it out. Oh, yeah. Now, watch this. The reason I said that, because Brandy just branded something for me, and we're going to run with it, Brandy. She said, God created a tool for her to work through what she did, what she had. And she talked about going through being in a relationship, the hurt of it, the pain of it. She couldn't see Brandy wholeheartedly then. Mm-hmm. But through that, she ended up becoming Brandy, Brandy Hold Harley. So this is what we've been talking about indicators. Brandy, thank you for this alley-oop that you threw me <laughs> and I'm about to slam dunk. Let's God, do it. <laughs> God, listen to me. God is going to create a tool to get mm-hmm. you to your destiny. Ooh, that's deep. I didn't say it. Brandy said it. <laughs> I just dunked what she threw to me. She said it. Yeah. God himself is going to create a tool. Man. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All I'm saying He's is- He's using us tonight. He, listen, he's definitely using us. Op- I want you to open your eyes. Yeah. I know it was painful. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to get on top of the thing that's been on top of you. Mm-hmm. And when you can get on top of it, that's when it can become a tool. Right. You don't believe me, do you? <laughs> when they, 
Y'all want it, y'all gonna give it to you. David, when he went up against Goliath, mm-hmm. the first thing is the armies of the living God, they saw a champion. They saw six fingers, six toes. They saw his stature. They saw his armor. They were in fear. When David saw Goliath, he saw uncircumcised. Mm. So it's what you see. And watch this. David fought that joker with some smooth stones and a rag, a slingshot. It wasn't, watch this, it wasn't the the stones and the rag that killed Goliath. Mm. It was David's ability to get on top of what had been on the top of the armors of God. David didn't kill him with the smooth stones and the rag. David took his sword and cut his head off. Mm. God created a tool for David. Oh. Brandy, why you get on him? I ain't even bother you. I'm just trying to be friends with you. Talk to people. Listen, I don't know who needs this today. Yeah. You need to look in your in 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 the in the area that you are, the 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 uh the sphere of influence that you have. I promise you, there mm-hmm. may be not just a tool, but tools. Amen to that. Brandy was, I think we were talking off camera. I was telling her how long I've been helping people do this off the scene. People didn't even know who I was, but yet they were hearing my voice, seeing my work, the handiwork of me all across the United States, wherever locally, didn't even, don't even know it's me. But at the appointed time, God took one of the tools mm-hmm. and said, now nah, I'm going to, that thing that you've been using, I'm going to put it in your hand as a tool and you're going to wax deep with it. Amen. Um, Okay, I'm not gonna hog the mic. I'm, a, I'm about to pass it back to you because Brandon and through y'all. Hey, take she your time. Like, you, you, you got a worry right there. I, I think I need that reminder myself. She done threw me about four alleyoops, and I'm gonna dunk every single last one of them. Okay, <laughs> as you can see, I'm enjoying this. Is so good. Why? I believe this is the hour for us to live on the inside of what's living on the inside of us. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I've lived in some stuff, and I. It's not enough time on this podcast for me to tell you about all the stuff I was living in. I have no business living <laughs> in. And all it did was left me short, mm-hmm. left me brokenhearted, left me discouraged. And watch this, left me so far away from the will of God. Hmm. I know what it's like trying to find your way back. And if you're listening to me and you're trying to find your way back, look on the inside. It's a treasure in there. And then watch this. God has given you some tools, a tool to create. You, I'm on the podcast with a bona fide author. We're gonna delve into her book here in a little bit. She's a she has she's done it. She's done it. And maybe some of you out there listening to myself, listening to Brandy, it's an author in you. Hmm. It's, a, it's a tool. Yeah. It's a tool. Man, who better to talk to women who've been through divorce and don't don't believe that they can ever be married again? Why not you use your tool to encourage women that it is possible, that it's not the casket is not closed because you went through a divorce or the relationship went bad. Life is not over. It's like bad credit. If your credit bad, look at it, fix it, move on. Hmm. Bad credit is not, it's not a funeral. Okay, get it, fix it, look at it. You're like, man, I, 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 I'll never be able to get a house with this credit. Look at it and see what's wrong with it. Fix it. You can turn the thing right side up. Let's go. Come on. What are we waiting on? 
That's how I wanted my coaches to talk. Come on, what are we waiting <laughs> on? What are you doing? No, no, seriously. When you said that to me about creating the tool, oh, my baby Lee. So I had to, I had to get that out for whoever that is. I'm gonna tell you who it's for. It's for me. Hmm. You and me both. I'm looking, listen, I'm like, man, God, maybe there are some other tools that I might not be using or that I have it to my advantage that I need to take advantage of. So thank you, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, before um, we, do I want to go to, no, I don't want to go to the next question. I want to stay here with you because one of the things that's very, very um, big in my life and big in my circle of people who we rocking and we're trying to make positive change is one of the areas is education. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a podcast series, um, I forget, a couple months ago called Education from the Inside Out. And it was a candid heart to heart to talk to teachers, coaches, administrators, um, people who are in education from all different walks. Let's talk about some of the ills that we have in our families, in our communities, and from the people who do it every day. How can we make our communities and families better? So I'm going to steal from that, Brandy, because I have you on and you've done this for over 14 years in a myriad of different ways. So when you're talking about living inside of what's living inside of you, uh, when I hear that, I think, and I could be very wrong. So when I look at the landscape of a teacher, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a profession like getting a job at Chick-fil-A. In my honest opinion, I feel like that's a calling. Like, I think you have to have a DNA of a teacher, right? I don't, I don't think it'd be fair if I just went and became a teacher in that way, right? I don't know. I think I could be successful at it because I love people being around. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about where the rebel meets the road, like, I think that's part of the great falling away of a lot of the teachers that we're losing, not just because things aren't right and they've been mistreated, but I believe some of it is a weeding out of people who should never even been in teaching too. And I know we, I know we, I know we don't want to talk about, and that's not the purpose. I'm saying these things because I want, I want to hear your response. Okay. When you're talking about living on the inside of what's living inside of you, actually, that's what a teacher is doing. She's doing everything to teach and to pull out what's on the inside of the student. Exactly. So I want to hear your perspective as we use this title. Talk about it from a teacher's perspective. Talk about it because you're also a teacher and a mom at the same time. So you get the best of both worlds. And then I want you to throw, not throw, but I want you to leave out here on this timeline of this podcast. What are some ways that we can be better in terms of our education from um, the pipeline from family to school and then from the pipeline from school to the family? I know that's a kind of loaded question. But you're on a podcast and you're well able. Why? Because God creates tools for Brandy. We found that out, right? She got tools. Let's go, Brandy. Use your tools, girl. Right. Um, so what can we do as a community? That's one of the things I want to harp on first. Yeah. Um, being that I, I work on the primary level. So from okay. kinder to second grade. Now, what I see that our community could definitely do first is get started with our children very early. Like, yes, put them into the pre-K is, as soon as you possibly can. Um, A lot of our students, black and brown, we don't see them coming into school until kinder. And, you know, some of their counterparts have been in school for, from the time that they were maybe, you know, infants, you know, that, absolutely. you know, those who aren't people of color, they actually invest into 
their children's education very early on. I think we could do a better job as a community of doing that, you know, of ensuring that we invest in our children just the same, you know, uh, rather than sit up at big mamas or just have somebody, you know, babysit them during the day, put them in an environment where they can get a head start and be able to compete with those who they're up against. Because for as long as we don't do that, you know, we, all we're doing is pushing them further and further behind the mark. And I see it almost every day, you know, I mean, school mm. is over now, but of course, when I'm in schools, I'm looking at some of our babies and they don't have the vocabulary that they need. They can't, you know, they come in speaking, uh, you know, their, their dialect, which I'm actually studying for my doctor, their African-American English, they're bringing that home language into the school and their curriculum is set up with mainstream English. So they're nowhere near prepared for the things that they need to be prepared for coming in. So I think mm. that as a community, again, we need to make sure that we're doing everything possible to invest in them and invest in them very early on. It starts with it. us. I know that it oh, starts at it. home. And even if we even if we can't get them into a school, Dollar Tree has flashcards we can use. Build that vocabulary up. Speak to them in such a way, you know, that they're able to code switch. You know, they know that they can speak this way at home and then they get into certain environments and they've got to switch that up just a bit. Not that they have to kind of deny who they are at their core, but we definitely have to teach them to be successful in this world. And I don't think a lot of times that's happening um, in our community or we could definitely be doing a better job of it. Or or right there, I love that analogy. Hey, you can go to Dollar, Dollar Tree you maybe don't have access to the Dollar Tree. Maybe let's spend less time on TikTok, on YouTube, oh. and look at some learning um, avenues on YouTube. Oh, there are plenty learning, yes. educational and you know, it's learning funny you on say YouTube. That. It's funny now, you say that. My niece is, she just made three years old. And okay. even, you know, for some of the, the things that they think are, uh, you know, kind of whitewashed, like we watched a little girl, and I think the, the uh, curator of this, segment grace's corner i mean it's got the it's got the the beats and everything that i think that really can truly relate to our community and our students our children i mean from the music to the beats and it puts it to a tune that they can understand even if you have to do that i mean that's available on youtube and it's free do do what's necessary it is free you already have a way to target them in a way that they can grasp it because it may not be you know just what they see mainstream wise it might have to have a little upbeat that might have to be how we get to it i remember my students were very much kinesthetic learners so for me to get through to them i'd have to be tossing balls across the room we'd have to dance i'd have to put things to music but that was how they were able to grasp material and and we have to know our children enough to know that if that's what they need we've got to provide that for them absolutely and please please yeah please hear me i I don't have no issues with tiktok and um no disrespect to TikTok or your time on YouTube, but I will tell you this. I have a problem if you've been on TikTok five or six hours yeah. and, um, you know, you are, you nine and you reading at a kindergarten level. I have a serious issue with that. Yeah. Same here. Like, no, no, no. Like, those are the things that we have to talk about. Like time management. You, Brand, come on, Brandy. Mm-hmm. What did the pandemic show us? during this time. And really, I, I like we want to hold both sides held accountable. Mm-hmm. I talked to so many parents that said this to me, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I realized what the teacher was telling me. I see it for myself during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. She wasn't lying on my son. Mm-hmm. She wasn't lying on my daughter. Their attention span is horrible. Mm-hmm. They don't want to focus. They got a funky attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying. So during this, 
when it exposes it, it's our opportunity to do what, Brandy? Address it and yep, fix yeah. it. That's, that's all we're saying. And so I appreciate when the teacher can come to me and give me this information. So now I have to go back to the drawing board and say, well, I got to tweak some things. Mm-hmm. So that means now your screen time is going to be limited. Right. And then that means, man, I can't watch the show on BET tonight because you and I are going to have to spend 45 minutes doing some reading. Mm-hmm. So it's like we all of us, right? Because at the end of the day, if we continue, if, if you and I, we're, pretty, we're not facing each other, but if you and I, we could take the rest of this podcast and mm-hmm. I could point the finger at you, Brandon, you could point the finger at me and we could spend the next year doing it. Nothing's going to happen. And so this podcast is designed, first of all, to show like this is it's going to take a team of us to come together and do it. And then it also I want to show that um, there are some things that I just I miss sometimes. I, I, uh, I make mistakes and I need to make the correction. So I, I just appreciate your honesty and just sharing it because you're not just a teacher. You're a parent as well. Right. right. And so how do you tell, tell me how do you deal with that? Well, let me ask you this. How old is your daughter? She's 11. Okay. She's at, she's right there at the door. Lord have mercy. <laughs> let me just lift your hands right now. Father, Ooh. in the name, in the name. <laughs> because I'm seeing it, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so if your daughter's watching, no disrespect. We just, you and your mom, me and your mom having some fun. But real talk, she's at, she's at that age, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously she's getting ready and she's probably already having, she's going through a transition period. Right. So as the the mommy teacher, right? Uh-huh. There are some things you like, okay, I'm going to make sure. But then the mama side of me is like, okay, I can't be super teacher at home. I still got to be a mother. Right. That's a fine line to tread. So I think you can help maybe some parents who may, they don't have to be a teacher, but they're trying to find the fine line of how to do both. What could you add to that? How, how could you give us some knowledge or what, what tips and nuggets could you give us, Brandy? Um, well, again, like, like I said, it definitely starts at home and, mm-hmm. and you, you hit the need on the head by saying there's a balance between, you know, being teacher and being parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that we need to make sure that those opportunities are available and then they're watching us. So allow them oh to see God. us doing certain things. You know, if I'm, oh if God. I'm wanting to build, you know, a literacy community in my own home, my, my mm-hmm. child should see me reading at points of time. She shouldn't see me just oh. scrolling my phone or just oh my you know, on my laptop and doing this, that, or the third. Mm-hmm. She should see me pouring those same ideas that I'm trying to pour into her. She should see me doing them as well, because at the end of the day, she's using me as a measuring tool. That's it. Right. You know, she, she's it. seeing what I'm doing. She's seeing what I'm taking an interest in. And those things are slowly mm-hmm. but surely being woven into her. And so mm. as a parent, you know, you, you give them the best of both worlds. Yes, we, we, we speak real life, you know, we, we day-to-day life-to-life experiences, we, we do those things, but I think it's, it, we have to make it a point to be the example that they need as well and show right. them the things. If, if it's something that we're promoting, it's something that we're wanting them to do, then we ourselves have to be that for them as well. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that they're looking at us as a measuring stick. Right. I love it. I right. love it. So don't be afraid to be the measuring stick oh, no. because the measuring stick, it just holds you or holds me accountable at another place. Yeah. It, it just and for is. me, like my daughter and I, like it might be times where we, we drop everything and we we're reading for 15 to 20 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. But then I know that she also needs that balance of, okay, well, 
you know, you you didn't have your TikTok time earlier, so we can, that's something we can do together. Like we, yeah, we, we can do it make together. sure that we we infuse the two. There's there's not right. too much of one over the other, but we right. just make sure again. There's a there's a, a, a balance between the two. You know, yeah. just because yeah. she herself needs to be well rounded. Like you, you oh, need to absolutely. Be with, you know, educationally, but you also need to be prepared for the real world. Oh, for well, sure. So. Oh, for sure, parents. Yeah, go get your TikTok on. I, I'm not <laughs> against TikTok. All I'm saying is we just can't eat non-laters all day and never have no green oh, yeah. beans. That's Definitely just, we, we just can't substitute the green beans. That's all. Right. And I, I love picking the minds and just hearing different perspectives from those who do it every day. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was really good. And I wanted to hear that because you have so many years of experience. Um, it'd be one thing if you were just like in one area, you know what I mean? If you kind of like, if you just been a greeter at Walmart for 14 years, Every time I come to Walmart, I see Brandon there. I don't know if I'm going to ask you about anything administrative. I mean, you know where the umbrella bags are. You know where the carts are. But the administration of Walmart, you may not know. And I think sometimes that's when we can get apples and oranges. And so some of the problems that we deal with from school to home, sometimes just knowing where you need to go to get the help and sometimes knowing where you to go to get your answers um, uh, get uh, answers to the questions that you have. Right. And so once again, let me, let me, let me put a plug. I ain't, I ain't hating on the ladies that, that wait at Walmart. Y'all my homies. Y'all keep waiting <laughs> on me, right? Oh yeah. I look, I look for y'all smiling faces when I go in there. Y'all check all my receipts. I'm like, baby, this is a target receipt. You don't need to see this. This is, you <laughs> be like, pull all of them out. She won't see all Every my Every single receipts. one. Every single one of them. <laughs> so I love my ladies there. Um, Brandy, um, you've, you've kind of, you touched it, but I want you to go in depth. What okay. about your passion wakes you up and what drives you that passion? It, it only just wakes you up, but it like, it drives you. Right. And I want to be clear too, with this. Um, I've been saying, talking about this question. So when I say drives you, mm-hmm. drives, you mean you don't always feel like doing it, but you understand the necessity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I drive for a living. <laughs> hmm. And I promise you, at this stage of life, I ain't feeling it. Mm. But I drive because of the necessity. Right. And, you know, I would love to take a road trip and, you know, hit it, but it's just different. So when I say drive, drive is not always... A vacation that's not always been on a carnival cruise. That's not what drive is. Drive looks like a battleship. Mm-hmm. A battleship at any given moment could go into war, can go into mm-hmm. battle. So they, they're not putting bullets in. Mm-hmm. They're not loading torpedoes. When that warship hits the ocean, it's already equipped. Mm-hmm. And so what drives those soldier, soldiers, the commander, mm-hmm. is what? the oath that they made to the country that they going to defend. So when I talk about what's your passion, what wakes you up, what drives you, what are the things that you've committed to that's pushing you, right? Because all of that's going to point back to the treasures that are in are that are on the inside of you. So talk a little bit about that, Brady. Um, well, for me, what, what drives me and wakes me up with each of the things that I'm doing. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but when God gave me Brandy wholeheartedly, I saw it as, as threefold. Um, okay. I saw it as being um, matters of the heart for sure. 
Okay. But everything uh, deriving around all things, education, relation, and salvation. Those are my three touch points. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about what drives me educationally is that, you know, I, I taught in areas, very low income areas. I, I, one of my schools sat at the epicenter for drugs and low income housing and and just crime and, and the like. And I, and I don't say that, you know, to speak down on those individuals at all. Absolutely. But I know that when I experienced that for myself, now when I go in as a coach and I go into these classrooms, I'm driven now to get teachers to the point that they see that these students are still very much capable of of doing things that that everyone else is doing. You know, they're they're other counterparts. So I don't allow my teachers to opt out and say, well, I can't do this or they can't learn that. No, if you don't think that they can, let me show you how. So I go in and I model for my teachers. I you know, co-teach with them or I lead them to resources, but I, I wake up and I show them that each and every day it is possible. They can't. It's possible. It's possible. You have to believe it for them. That's why you said this education thing is not something you wake up and do because you want the summers off. You know, it definitely has to be a calling in your life. And I think that I I go in every day of that mentality. You know, I want to see change in those classrooms. I want to have the African-Americans not always under the, you know, under the microscope. Yeah. They're, they're behind or they're, you know, they're this percentage lower than their Hispanic or their white counterparts. So I want to see them on top. And I think that's Absolutely. what drives me. And so I, I want to see them on top. I pour into my teachers in that way. Got it. Because I want you to instruct in a way that you also see that they can come out on top. So you mm-hmm. give them the best instructionally every single day. And Got if it. they don't do it, I'm willing to jump in and say, hey, let me roll up my sleeves and I can show you how to get it done. Because and I know that only because I've had those experiences with working in areas that are like that. So that's what drives me, you know, educationally Um, when it comes to the relation part. I think that I'm driven just by my own shortcomings. Um, I I wrote a book on waiting seasons, of course, and how to be successful in those terms of the success factors. And I'm passionate about not only seeing other women who are single, you know, matriculate through this whole thing, but even for myself, I'm still waiting. You know, mm-hmm. uh, God is still working on me. I feel like there's things that he still allows me to see different character building things that are happening to me day in and day out. And I think I wake up of the mind that, you know, at one point in time, you're not going to be in this season right now. It's, it's dry. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you don't want to be here, but right. at the end of the day, you're experiencing these things again, not only for you, but for others. For and others. so I, yeah. I take everything that I'm learning and those shortcomings and those experiences, because I know that God is using me to be a vessel. It might be that that I say something, you know, about rejection. And I talk about that very frequently, you know, right. being out here on the dating scene. It, it is crazy for those Ooh. of you who are married, who have somebody hang on to those people, because right now the dating pool, as people say, is full of manure. It is full of it. <laughs> it is full of it. However, if, if I were to, if I were to say it's full of manure, I'm never going to give it the opportunity. I'm never going to do you know, I, I'm not even going to try. If I woke up with that mindset every day, would I even get to the point of the, or the desires that I have in my heart to be married? When mm. I would get there. So when I wake up wow. on a daily basis and I think about the relational piece, I have to do what's necessary on a daily basis so that I eventually mm. become the person that I'm speaking to. You know, mm. I, I want them to see that, you know, through me, yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's, it's something that I don't necessarily particularly care for, you know, but at the end of the day, 
you know, I have to keep doing what's necessary because God has me here for a reason. And yeah. I, have to, I have to remember those things. I wake up every day like he's teaching me something new about myself. He's mm. allowing me to learn something new that I didn't already know about relationships. Or maybe he's just trying to prune something out of me so I can get to the point of being married and where I truly desire to be in this life. So I wake Absolutely. up with that on my heart each and every day. And then just the salvation piece itself. I feel like I'm just getting started with that, with wanting to gotcha. serve and give back in that realm. Um, so much right. so that I'm looking to, you know, kind of develop the singles ministry at my church and work with the young adults my age. I love it. I just definitely want to see us getting out here and I want to I want to serve my generation better because we we live in a time now where there's just so much in the media that oh man is is tearing us down. And I feel like right. I'm waking up every day because and been pouring passion and drive into this because I want to see those in my generation do something different, go against the grain. Like we don't yeah. have to do the things that society is, is portraying for us to do all this, you know, what culture says is cool. It's, it's we don't have to follow that, you know, yeah, absolutely. we don't have to succumb yeah. to those things. We, we can definitely mm. go, you know, again, against the grain, we can do things differently. So I wake up of the mindset that I want to serve my generation and serve them well, especially in a time like this. Mm. That's some good stuff. Man, why you said, let me call Roto-Rooter. You said <laughs> there was some stuff in the bowl. I just called Roto-Rooter. Roto-Rooter coming. Bring spiritual, them out. You know, get them, get them out here to clear it out for us, please. Spiritual, somebody. spiritual uh, Roto-Rooter. Roto-Rooter. It, it's on the way. Please. And, help is on the way. Help is so on the way. So many of us would appreciate it if they did. Help if is it, on if the way. it were only that simple. Help, <laughs> y'all bring some extra bleach. Bring some extra bleach. Okay, they, they got the order. <laughs> wow, I felt that when you said that. Okay, that came from a place. I got you. Oh, yeah. I got you. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, you know, um, do I want to touch that in terms of that way? I Maybe I will. But um, I want to, I want to, I want to switch gears to you being an author. Okay. Um, because when I was looking and, um, processing like what you're doing um i want i want to get clarity from you because i think there's a place where there's a connection between you and i in terms of something that we're doing and and i'll connect it here in a minute but talk to me why this book um had to be written um talk to me about um when you say brandy wholeheartedly it kind of made me feel and I'm not comparing you to him, mm-hmm. but it just kind of my thought process was thinking this way when God changed Abram's name to Abraham. Mm-hmm. And we know who Abraham is. Mm-hmm. Um, God told Jacob, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is Israel. Mm-hmm. And so what I look at, I, obviously, your name is Brandy Epps, but that Brandy wholeheartedly. It jumps out at me, in particular. Um, talk, talk about that. Talk about the book. Talk about the name. Talk about um, that that mission, the purpose of it. Um, obviously, the book is more than just a book. I feel almost like it's a movement. The whole nine. Just delve into that, and let's talk about that. Well, the name Brandy wholeheartedly itself, um, like I said, is just. I'm a person who is definitely, I'm in the helping field. So I do things by way of heart, just naturally. I love it. And I think, you know, the the name shift just came at a time in my life where my life was taking a major shift. 
you know, I prior to having the whole Brandy wholeheartedly name, like on Instagram, my name was Triple Threat Twenty One. College triple people knew me. I I could sing. I can dance. Wait a minute. Hold dance. on. Triple Threat. <laughs> so I was I was in the spirit when I was like, throw me the alley oop Triple Threat. I didn't see. It's coming yeah. together. Okay. I yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. I got so it. I, I, you know, and I, and I lived with that. It, I, I wore like a badge of honor. Like I, right. I, I do this. I do that. Da, da, da. It was about me. And I felt okay. God calling me to just truly take a step back and make this more so about him using my platform oh, more so for him. And incredible. that's where the name change came from itself. Um, like I said, because I, I, I'm naturally, I deal with matters of the heart. So it just kind of, it evolved in that way. And from that moment, like I've just attempted to use my platform for that reason to pour back into others is hard by way of mm. education relation or salvation. Now the mm. book itself. Ooh, <laughs> again, uh, a coping mechanism, first and foremost, um, gotcha. I'm, a, I'm a person who I, I write, um, I, I journal, and that is just my way of getting through. I'll go okay. and sit in my prayer closet for, for hours and just write because it and helps write. me kind okay. of get these off my chest that I don't always I feel it. like I can say. Yeah. Um, and so it got to a point where I'd experienced, you know, failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. And I just felt God calling me um, to sit in a season mm -hmm. of singleness so that I could pour into this book in a way that just would change the minds and hearts of singles going forward. And not even just singles, but people who were dealing with, you know, the inability to bear children or just in a, in a oh, season wow. of waiting, just overall, who, if God just has you stagnant and you know, this isn't a time for you to just sit still. This is a time for you to do something purposeful in this time because he's giving you this time for a specific reason. Right. You know, he does, God doesn't give us waiting seasons for us to just kind of just like, eh, be a bump on the log. No, there's no. a reason he has you here. He's right. trying to get your attention onto something. And so you, you'd be doing the best thing by using right. it as, as a means of, of you know, pushing yourself through. And so when he gave me this, it was, it was at the point of the pandemic, I had just lost, you know, the guy that I had been dating for almost two years. Okay. And he got me into a place where I just, I was again, waiting, I was single. And I felt him call me to say, you know, share with others how this is a time where they can get prepared. You know, you, you say mm -hmm. you want to be married or you say you want to be with child or you say you want to come out of this financial hardship. What are you doing to prepare yourself for that? Right. Absolutely. You know, he he gave me, and it was all P's. Every every chapter is set up by P. There's a pruning chapter where you've got to get rid of some things. Like you know, like I said, as a single person, I feel like I was I was doing good, but was I really? You know, what right. did I really shed? You know, the trauma and things that I'd experienced before. Had I really healed from the things mm -hmm. that I'd experienced before? And I don't think I had. You know, right. But Incredible. I had to see that, you know, had I developed my prayer life in such a way that I was praying dangerously, like not just, oh, Lord, thank you for this. Like, no, Lord, show me me, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> get me to the point where I understand, you know, that that this life is is it can be cruel at times. And the thing right. about it, God can handle it. So share yes, with him anyway. Pour your heart out to him and share, him, share yeah. with him those things, you know. But again, a series of P's that the book kind of walks through. And again, it's just a matter of just showing others there there are success factors that can be aligned with being in a season of waiting it is not the oh, time wow. to just sit still and do nothing it's That's definitely right. again god getting your attention to do something in this time in preparation for wherever it is that you're trying to get him to take you be mm. it having a child be it you know preparing for marriage again like i said be a career opportunity whatever it may be you know he doesn't right. have to be there for, for no reason at all 
get in tune with him so he can show you exactly why it is you're in this season. And then you can get those things changed and start slowly but surely matriculating to the point that you want to be. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, okay. So, all right. So I'm going to ask you this question. Um, and this is yours. This is your mm-hmm. quote, but you may have answered it, but I think there's some more meat on the bone. Okay. Tell me what, what does this mean? Life is given greater meaning when it is lived wholeheartedly. Life yeah. is given greater meaning when it is lived wholeheartedly. Right. Break that down for me. In, in this life, you know, I think some of us just kind of slowly but surely kind of move through it. Go you through know, emotions. You, you, exactly. We're, we're going through the motions. And I don't think we often get the most out of life until we pour from the very depths of our being or we mm. reach down into the very things that I feel like are holding us back. Um, and for me, living wholeheartedly just mean, mean being OK with bringing those things to surface that I had suppressed for so long, you mm. know, living my life truly in, in my realm and wholeheartedly just being without, you know, regard for who was watching or you know, who I was ex- ex- being expressive of these things to, it just, mm. I had to get to a point where I was okay with just putting it all out on the line and living right. my life in such a way that even if I was being vulnerable, even if I was telling a story about some things that I had experienced, again, I can live my life freely when yeah. I just deal with the things that I've tried to suppress or the, the things I've tried to hide or mask you know, behind makeup or clothes or right. this persona or whatever it may be. I feel like we can live our lives a lot better when we just pour from the depths of our hearts. Because again, those things that we experience, they're not just for us. And I don't think people get that. I don't right. think people get that a lot of times. They they just, like you said, they, they suffer in silence, but those very things that you open up about and you put all out there on the line, it very much opens the door for someone else to receive their healing, for someone Absolutely. else to see Always. that I am, I'm not alone in this, you know? Right. And so I think more of us should do that. Take the mask off, live your life, you know, and at some point in time, it's going to come to surface anyway. It, you may as well just be living your life as freely what? and as wholeheartedly as possible, because at the end of the day, it's the best route to go. Right. In other words, sooner or later, he's going to see you without makeup. He's going to oh, yeah. see you with it, with you. <laughs> without your Friday's best, you know, right. she gonna, she gonna see you. She gonna see you sooner or later when you don't shave, when you don't clip them nasty toenails, she gonna see them. You understand? And, so and, and even going, going a step further with that, even yeah. opening up about the trauma you've experienced or the That's hurt it. or the pain That's is it. eventually going to come to surface. So it's you. like, you may as well get to the point of uprooting those things and speaking right. on them and living your life in such a way that, Hey, this is my truth. And yeah. I stand on it. Right. So, so you, and going back, this is yours free from all reserve or hesitation. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about hesitation because, mm-hmm. because if, if you're going to truly live inside of what's living inside of you, you're going to have to deal with the hesitations of life. Should I go back to school or should I wait another year? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you 50. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Like, should I wait? Should I, right? Am, am I gonna, you know what I mean? Am I, am, am I gonna, am I gonna go, am I gonna move over there? I'm gonna stay over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, am, am I gonna, am, am I gonna write the book? Or am I gonna, like, hesitation is, now, f- 
for clarity. We need hesitation in terms of, um, let's see, what's a good way of using it? I don't believe in hauling off and just jumping out there doing anything. Oh, yeah. Acting in just, haste. Just <laughs> acting in haste. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you to use some hesitation, mm-hmm. right? We have, um, I, I play basketball. And so I'm going to tell you, if you follow basketball, some of the most, the most beautiful moves in the game is a hesitation. Hmm. You give a guy a drag and you take him left and then you hesitate just a tad. You cross him and take him back to the right. The, the crowd will go absolutely bananas. There's something about the hesitation that gives him, watch this, the idea that you're going one way and in the last second, you go the other. Wow. Now, in the game of basketball, that is wonderful, right? But in life, if you just constantly hesitating, going back and forth, and you're never progressing to put the ball in the goal, you'll look up and your best years will be like, they'll be gone. Right. So to live inside of what's living inside of you, you're going to have to govern the hesitations of life, right? right. And they are in pockets. You need to have some hesitation, right? So let's just say you've been through some relationships and it's like, I believe, I believe that, I believe I met my Boaz. I believe this is him, right? I wouldn't tell you just to dive in. There should be, you should have some principles and some guides that involves some hesitation to make sure that he's what? Boaz, right? You should make sure. So in those uh, scenarios and instances, hesitation is good in that sense, but just a day-to-day I just live life in hesitation. It's not good. It's not good. Free from all results. So I think when I saw your quote on that, I wanted to talk about it because I think sometimes it's hesitation that keeps us from living inside of what's living inside of us. We, we can just, you could go throughout the word of God and you can see all the hesitations of the biblical characters who miss moments, who miss seasons, who miss years. You know, some of them got another chance. Some of them didn't. Some of them didn't. So I think we, those um, hesitations, man, we we have to govern those very, 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 very carefully. Very, very carefully, right? Right. Um, I almost hesitated to miss out on this. Hmm. I was getting ready. I was like, man, because I don't really want to do this. I know the work and entails to do it. Uh, I'm on every, we having guests every week. Hmm. I don't even know if I know that many people that I want to be on with like that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to trust God to bring guests on, you know, until our team is rocking like that. And we may have a team that's just on every week, but hmm. until then you see the team is me, myself, and I, I, I'm not going to be on here just talking to myself. That's not the gift God gave me. I want to have right. interaction. I believe in the team concept, right? I believe it, right? We, God had a team, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So I believe in that. But I almost missed this because I was going to hesitate. Pandemic had just happened. Mm. So it was it was a perfect opportunity for me to hide from a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Why? We ain't going to a physical church. Hmm. And then the church I had been a part of for 20 years, it closed right before COVID. Mm. So I'm this that was like a death in the family to me. And it's like, what now? But I thank God he had already prepared me. 
already had a plan of action. Mm -hmm. But even this flesh, sometimes it'll talk you out of the good thing that God has prepared for you. Hesitation. Tell me. (laughs) This, listen to me, this flesh will talk you out of it. How do we know? Look at the life of Gideon. Gideon almost missed this moment. Mm -hmm. Gideon ended up breaking a generational curse, but he almost missed it because of his hesitation. But I'm thankful, even though Gideon had some hesitation, God still made him where he was. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important. I, I promise you, it's important. So if you're watching this, let's look at, we've talked about what the, the, the indicators. <laughs> we talked about God creating a tool or tools. Mm-hmm. And now you got to look at um, these hesitations. Right. So when we talk about hesitation, I want to bring it home. So remember I told you, I said there, there's a place where I, there's a connection with us in terms of, I think, some foundational things. So you're, you are Brandy wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Back in 1998, I know I'm dating myself now. <laughs> um, God gave me a vision. I know it's a vision now. I didn't know it was a vision then. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a business idea. And this is what God told me. He, 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 that's what he gave me. Heart of my father productions. Hmm. That's all I knew. That's all I knew. And so I began to research everything connected to heart of my father and productions. Now I do all of this type of stuff. Now, back then I wasn't doing any of that. Mm -hmm. So you fast forward, ooh, I'm dating myself now. So that was uh, 24 years ago. <laughs> That's t- I want y'all to listen to the hesitation, but I also want you to listen to the timeline. 24 years ago, God spoke that to me. Listen to me. Inside a part of my father productions is you can't, you can't stop this blaze. Hmm. Mentorship. Inside the Heart of My Father Productions was Pressing Community Initiative. Mm. Inside of Heart of My Father Productions was Hope Symposium. Mm. Inside of Heart of My Father Productions was a Catalyst for Change Summit. Inside of Heart of My Father Productions was Strength for Today and Sustenance for Tomorrow. Inside of Heart of My Father Productions was Strength for Today Publishing. Mm. Inside of Heart of My Father Productions was Heart of My Father Investment Properties. All of that was bottled up in that one thing. Mm. And over the last 24 years, last 24 years, God has unveiled it. Mm. But all those things I named that we're doing now None of them would have ever came into fruition if I never would have embraced Heart of My Father Productions. Mm. I made up in my mind, and I didn't even know what it was. I stepped out by faith to try to figure out what it was. And by faith, we walked into it through these seasons. Mm-hmm. And all God, was, all God told me was this. Back then, and it's the same today. Heart of My Father Productions is to be whatever it touches it needs to be the heart of my father. Mm. And all I had was what he said about David. Wow. 
David, he's the only biblical character that God calls a man after his own heart. Now watch this. Out of all the biblical characters, God says a murderer, an adulterer. David had a lust problem. David was stubborn. David was mean. But David was also a worshiper. David also knew how to repent. And David, wanted, he was a God pleaser. Mm. <laughs> so I don't care how many sermons you want to talk about, how he took Bathsheba and how he set Uriah up to kill him. He did, absolutely. You can talk about his, his young and the restless kids, how his son raped his sister, how his son, absolutely, they planned to take over. You can talk about all that stuff. But right in the middle of it, please talk about David crying out, Lord, purge me with hyssop. Like David understood and David walked out. Now we know David because of what was on his hands. He wasn't able to do, um, to fulfill and go in and, and, and build the temple, but he put things in place so that Solomon could. Hmm. I said that to say this, if I never would have stepped out by faith to embrace Heart of My Father Productions, I wouldn't have never met you, Brandy. Mm-hmm. I never would have met the other 70 some guests that have been on since I've launched this last year. Hmm. We just started this last year. Wow. I never would be, I never would have became an author. I never would have, I never would have had my own community outreach. We would have never had our own mentorship program. I wouldn't not be starting our own investment property firm firm. And by the way, Heart of My Father Productions. That's my son's company now. I get it's his. Oh, and I forgot. I, you say he brag. I'm not bragging. If I'm bragging, I make my boast in the Lord. Also, out of heart of my father production is Nicole Hickerson Photography. Hmm. God said, it's not just about ministry. There's an entrepreneur in you, and I'm gonna unlock it. Wow. So you sitting around wondering if you should live inside of what's on the inside of you. You are shortchanging yourself and your future, and you're shortchanging your family. Hmm. So when I brandy wholeheartedly, what? What's up with this heart thing? Hmm. No. Everything that we do, I want God to get the glory. Oh, yeah. People ask me all the time about the stuff. It's this stuff ain't about me. I promise you, there are plenty of other things I could do. Trust me. That don't require me being on no podcast, having to set up lighting and have to go back and edit and do this. Not with the schedule I have, not the responsibilities I have. Mm-hmm. But God said, no, I want to carve out something that after, after you're long gone, your great, great, great children can stand in. It. Oh. Mm. You, we have to live inside on what's, we have to live inside of what's living inside of us. Okay, let's have a history lesson. Tell me to have, tell me I can have a history lesson, Brandy. Tell me, hey, please tell me. You are tell more me than welcome to have a history lesson. Brandy said it. Okay. Let me and the people have the history. That's right. <laughs> Listen, when you think about obviously how powerful the body of work is that Dr. King and those people did in that era. Dr. King knew he was not going to live to see it. Mm. So if he knew he wasn't going to live to see it, why in the world would he do it? Mm. Because he made up in his mind that he was going to live on the inside of what was living on the inside of him. And because God thinks generationally, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Martin Luther King 
did what he did so you and I could sit down and have a podcast today. So if God cares that much about us that we may have an opportunity, how much more important is it for you to live in the thing that's on the inside of you that for people who you haven't even met yet? Mm. That's good stuff. I, I don't listen. Forget about how much money you have. Forget about what town, side of town you live in. I don't care about your color. I don't care about any of that. I do care about you living on the inside of what's on the inside of you. And if you could ever take that focus, I promise you the places that you are, what's on the inside of you or pull you out and take you to where you need to go is on the inside of you. We're going to stay on this series. I said we was going to do 14 episodes. I'm going to do however. We may end up doing 30 episodes. I'm not going to get off until God gets this out and people I, I'm not going to stop until I'm hearing the testimonies of people, man, I'm living on the inside of what's living on the side of me. Yeah. Now, when we originally talked, I want to give clarity to this, Brandy. Uh-huh. When we originally talked, I had in mind you doing another podcast series with me, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, Brandy got tools. God created tools, Brandy. She got tools, right? Plural, huh? <laughs> That's right. Tools with this. But then... The last time we talked, you were like, hey, let's reschedule. I said, mm-hmm, that's right. Let's reschedule. I was so I promise you, when you said reschedule, I said, I hear you loud and clear. I got something. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the dot started. That's how it happened for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get it. And obviously, if you're watching this episode, you can see why. You heard it from Brandon. I didn't, I ain't sliding to no $5 bill on the table, right? <laughs> this is, you heard it from Brandy. So I I, I want to have fun on this podcast. I want to laugh, Brandy. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm being, I'm being very serious. Um, we understand what we've been through. We understand the hurt, the pain. And then when you look at going forward, I mean, that can be last week, there was a decision made in the land that sh- that's shaking the land. Mm. You understand me? So that is the hour that we live in. They may change their mind back and forth, and there's nothing you can do about it. But I want to introduce you to somebody, and God wants to introduce you to somebody that's not changing their mind, never. His word is forever settled, and what he said before you even showed up, it still stands now. But the way for you to get to it is on the inside of you. It's on the inside of you. And stop. Well, okay. All right. Let me pause before I say it. Because I'm I want to be very respectful. Mm-hmm. Go to the stories, go to the reels, go to the news feed, go look at it. Man, let it inspire you. Mm. Let it inspire you. I ain't got hey, I'm big on inspiration. Mm. I, ain't, I ain't tripping. If that's what you need, you need some inspiration. Okay, cool. But that's their story. Don't take their story and try to make it your story. We have enough cheap knockoffs in the world. Why not just be the original that God created you to be? Do you know how many people on the planet? Like what, seven, eight billion? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to tell me what God put on the inside of you? There's not room for it? I don't believe it. Yep. So I, I'm used to, saying, I used to believe that lie about things being oh, oversaturated. Man. You know? Man, do you not know God has people... God has people in the earth that's rocking. We don't even know about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
But if you if if you if you water the world down to your timeline or to the, the most trending story, mm-hmm. you will think it's like, man, God's like, man, God, like, man, my thoughts ain't your thoughts. My ways ain't your ways. Mm-hmm. Listen, plug into what's on the inside. Look, Brandy, I. <laughs> You you okay. opened my eyes to some things, especially something I, I've been praying for lately. So I'm I'm so glad that I had this moment because I'm glad I, we I've had been this I've been speaking to God about what this umbrella Brandy wholeheartedly is supposed to. What am I supposed to do, Lord? What what where is it supposed to go? And you just saying, you know, how Brandy. your production company has just opened doors for so many things. I just feel like God needed me to hear that today. So I, Brandy. I, I bless you for saying that, Brandy twenty twenty four. Not four, oh. not 24, 24, mm-hmm. 24 years. Um, Man. And I, Lord knows I couldn't see none of this, mm-hmm. no, 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then this is what's crazy. God is still building it. Oh, yeah. He's still building it. So if you're out there, man, don't let nobody talk down your dream. If mm-hmm. God spoke it, I dare you to stand on it. That's it. I dare you to, st- I dub, I ain't going to say that because some, my sister, she gonna laugh at me. I, I listen. I stand. I challenge you mm-hmm. to stand not on it, but stand in it. Mm. And God's gonna show Himself strong. Now, let me say this too, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll retire the mic because Brandy, she pulling on me. I want to talk about some other stuff, but I'm gonna be. I gotta stay within our time. Um, if. If you had the ability mm-hmm. to change the, the um, direction or the trajectory of your life, most people would say, I would change it. And they would be like, I would change it and I would change it in this way. Most of the time, the in this way, it never points to purpose. Hmm. It points to feelings because it would point to the thing that makes us feel good. It points to the thing that anesthetizes us from the pain of the past. So if, 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 if I'm talking to a person that's making $6 an hour and they don't even have enough money to put with these gas prices, they can't put gas in their car and all the other things. Mm -hmm. If I say, what could I do to change your life right now? I almost a thousand times out of a thousand times, man, I need more money, right? Now, don't, do you not know Make having more money is a great thing? And it will solve a temporary problem. Mm-hmm. But if you don't deal with the ethics of you handling money, right. no matter how much money I give you, you'll be right back at $6 an hour. That's it. Because why? The thing that you are living in, right, is going to govern your life. Hmm. But if you could ever, when I say change the, the, the direction or the trajectory, if I'm looking here, changing the trajectory and the direction will be looking here. Hmm. So I can go in a different direction. Right. So that's the thing what I want you to look at. Living inside of what's living inside of you, it's going to cause you, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a tough decision. 
It's not something, oh, I can just do it easy, get up. No, it's going to cost you something. But I promise you, if you put the down payment and if you come with the closing cost, I promise you, you're going to close. My house people, somebody on here believe in God for a house for this year. I don't care what the rates are. If it's your season to get a house, they can have the rate be 7.9. God's going to make a way for you to get in and be able to afford it. They don't dictate to you what time it is. You dictate to you what time it is. Okay. Uh, This podcast done got away from me. I got to get it back. And listen, my audience. So many nuggets, though. So many nuggets. You can't deny it. (laughs) I'm going to blame Brandy because my audience, you know, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I try to stay in my time. Blame it on Brandy. Y'all know I don't act like this. I'll take the blame tonight. I'll take the blame. Mama said, boy. Company coming over here. If you come in here and you act up, you know I'm gonna go crazy, right? So you better act like you got some sis, right? Brandon that came over here, she my company. I don't act like this. Y'all know I don't act like this, right? No, all fun. No, Brandon, this has been good. I, I love these type of podcasts. It's you know, we have us obviously we got a script we want to go by, but God says there's some things I just want to get out. Can God be free to run the podcast? Yeah, it's, it, he gave it to me. It's his platform, so he can do whatever he wants to do. So what I'll do here is, no, seriously, I, I'm going to have to cap it there. All that means is, excuse me, that means Brandy's going to have to come back. Do y'all agree? I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, part two. <laughs> Brandy's going to have to come back. We'll figure out how we'll schedule her back, and uh, we're going to have her come back, do some other things. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do now, Brandy, um, we talked a little bit about your book. Um Let's talk about like how can we get our hands on this book. Um, I know you said something about coaching, um, training. Um, so when I hear that, I hear like, are you like a motivational speaker? Do you come in and train? Do you want to come in and inspire a group of young ladies? A group of talk to us about what you do because if there's I want first all, all the things, you know that's you that's why I'm, I'm leaning. Okay. I'm leaning on God right now. I have I'm, I'm planning a fast for myself as of July first. Because I, I want to see what God wants from me. Like, I've already put up in my prayer closet, look, Lord, I need you to show me what you want, Brandy Wholeheartedly, to be like, I have my own gotcha. ideas. I've got gotcha. my, my three little precepts. I, I know where I feel like I want to go, but I want him okay. to show me because I no longer want to walk in my own direction. Like, if I if he needs me to go left and I'm going right, turn me around, Lord. I need, I need, I got you, you. I need you to do that for me in this season. Okay. Um, but as far as the book is concerned, yes, um, you all can definitely visit my website, which is just brandyholeheartedly.com. There's options there for single books. There's options there for small or large bundles in the event that okay. you want to release in a small group or make it a part of your, you know, your ministry, singles ministries or what have you at church. Uh, that's definitely yeah. an idea. Um, as far as the motivational speaking. Yes. The coaching, the consulting, we're going to just speak all that over me, uh, you know, and, the, and those yeah. things aren't quite in the works just yet. But I, I know okay. that, that God is calling me to do more. I just don't know what avenues he's wanting me to do more, which is why I'm kind of going into this this area of consecration where I want him, not my attention to be on him and for him to show me exactly where he would have, you know, this brand itself to go. So I I'm looking it. forward to what he says you know, after that time spent, you know, in devotion to him and just seeing where it is that he's going to take them. Because right now I don't know, you know, it's just it's it. the air at this moment, but I do okay. feel like he's calling me for more. I'm just, I'm just going to open my heart and listen to him and get in tune with him. So I can see exactly what it is that he wants me to do. Okay. Perfect. Um, now that's, that's powerful. Um, thank you for being vulnerable to share that. 
Um, there is a time where you just have to, where you get to that fork in the road and you need to turn your face to the wall and be like, okay, God, what's the direction I need to go? And I'm turning everything off. I'm, I'm tuning into you. And we need those times um, in our life like never before. And obviously God said, hey, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. You are asking and God is obligated. When you, when you follow God's order, you, you, um, you tether God to you. You get God to commit to you. God says, put me in remembrance of my word. He wants, he wants his word. When we put him in remembrance, we remind God. It's like God said, okay, I'll do that. He like heaven and earth, that stuff going to fade away, but my word is going to stand forever. And so I touch and agree with you that God's going to give you the uh, direction that you need, Brandy, that the uh, direction that you desire. And um, we believe that there are some things that are upon you. And um, just stay in this place, um, sis, and just stay locked in. Um, stay locked in. Uh, watch what God, he's going to do it for you. Um, you know, doing this, um, like I said, the things that I've had in my heart, like 24 years to get here now, it's, it's crystal clear what I should be doing, how I should be doing it. Um, I'm thankful for the 24 years. So now that I'm here, I can stay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a fly by night thing. Oh yeah. Um, and God was, he, 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 um, I'll say this and we'll get out of here. It's like, you've been faithful over that, which was few. Mm-hmm. Now you qualify to be ruler of much. Mm-hmm. And he knows why I not only need much, but why I want much. Mm-hmm. The, the needs are, are much. So I need, I want and need much so we can meet the needs. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, I just want to be a conduit, right? And always remember this when you're God's conduit, don't ever focus on the water that flows through the conduit. The water that flows through, are for the people and the things that God has desired. But know this, if God's water is flowing through your conduit, the pipe gets wet. Hmm. <laughs> and you can live off of God's wet when other people can't live off the ocean. Hmm. Oh man, y'all don't want this. I promise you. God's, God's wet. Hmm. Man, stop. Man, y'all better quit believing this timeline stuff. Man, Cats, driving four and five Range Rovers in the same day and all this crazy stuff, man. It's, are you serious? Hmm. Are you serious? Do you know how much it costs to, I'm just, okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, the people who make money like that, they don't even buy, they ain't even driving a Range Rover. They driving the Toyota hmm. Avalon. Right. They understand their money. They, they, they put their money in things that appreciate, not things that depreciate. Well, that's it. Come on, man. I know if you want five Range Rovers, you can afford it. I ain't, I ain't hating, man. I'm just saying, man, stop killing yourself trying to get five Range Rovers. Hmm. Come on, for what? Who you who you trying to impress? Right. Huh? <laughs> Baby, come on, let's go on down here and get us a Ford truck. Come on, we can throw some, let's we're gonna pull some horses. <laughs> I'm just, no, no, I, I just like having fun too. No, yeah. but I do say I do so, say these things in all honesty. I just want us to think. That's it. I just want us to think. You, know, you got two Range Rovers, but you live in the trailer park. Really? Stop it. Stop it. Not on the New Balance podcast. Stop it. Come on now. Come on. 
you could have, you know, you can unfix the trailer park up. But I, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Really? I'm telling you. New Balance Podcast. Show some love to my sister, Miss Brandy. Wholeheartedly. No, thank you guys Brandy. for having me. All of it, man. All of it. All of it. All of it. Um, Miss Brandy, um, this has been incredible. I knew it would. I told you we were going to to be a blessing. I'm seriously, you have you blessed called me. It. some things that, like I said, I, I'm in the classroom of learning. I want to. I'm asking God to touch and move me in a different way. So mm-hmm. uh, you said some things that really special that creating a tool that's that registered with me. I'm going to be, I'm going to be using that on the rest of these podcasts and talking about how God has created tools. Um, um, we got to get out of here, mm-hmm. but we always say it's um, strength for today. Sustenance for tomorrow. It's your boy H2O, your potential conditioner. We love you. And we'll see you next episode. Peace. Have a good one, guys.